Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Thank you, Mr. Jordan. Uh, this was Adam Schiff's first opportunity in front of the public. These hearings have been conducted in a basement bunker, part of his regime of secrecy, and this was an abject failure for the Democrats and for Adam Schiff. Number one, he still refuses to hear from the whistleblower, which started off this whole process. Number two, in less than 20 minutes, Adam Schiff interrupted Republicans' questions. So we want to make sure that all members are able to ask questions. That includes Republican members. This is a continuation of his conduct in closed-door meetings. And as Jim Jordan mentioned, the key facts here are as follows. One, Ukraine got the aid. Two, there was no investigation into the Bidens. Those facts speak for themselves, and I'm proud of our members for making sure that those facts were clear for the American public. Oh! 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 Uh, thank you, Congresswoman Stefanik, for summing up the complete total fiasco, disastrous meltdown for the hapless, hopeless Democrats, the sleazeball liar Adam Schiff. What an absolute disaster on Capitol Hill yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here for you today to sum up the disaster. I have sound. I got video. I got audio. <laughs> I have all of the lowlights and a couple of highlights. There were a lot of lowlights, typically whenever the Democrats spoke, but a lot of highlights whenever the Republicans got in there. Jim Jordan, John Ratcliffe, a couple of real rock stars yesterday. Devin Nunes, always. We've got it all summed up for you. Welcome yeah. to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe. How are you on this very special day, Mike? Oh, man, I'm just getting ready for another episode of Now We Got Him. Yeah. Now we got, yes, yes, we have to play that too. Keep that handy. Joe put together a it. handy dandy guide to Democrat version 6,792. <laughs> now we got Trump. So we'll get that ready. But before we get started, ladies and gentlemen, oh. I have a tremendous, huge announcement. It's probably a dead oh. giveaway um, for you all. Joe already knows he's already been clued in. We have been holding it for a couple of days. First, I announced yesterday that we will be doing a once weekly interview show. Will not affect our daily show at all. We'll be releasing it on Friday afternoon for right. you to listen to Fridays and over the weekends. We have a lineup of guests that is going to blow your socks off, I promise you. And guest number one, who you will be hearing from tomorrow, again, in addition to our regular show, which we will post just a little early, will be the president of the United States, oh. Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Like this that. is not a drill, folks. This is not a fire alarm. This is not a CNN fake news story. No. It will be President Donald J. Trump. Again, pending, God forbid, some presidential emergency where he needs to attend to business. We are scheduled to interview the president tomorrow. And I promise you, it will be one for the ages. We can't <laughs> wait. I'm you super excited job. and incredibly grateful to the White House <laughs> yeah. for agreeing to do our first interview yeah, show with President Donald J. Trump. Nice way to start, don't you think, Dano? Yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> see how you start any bigger. I mean, unless Ronald Reagan is uh, comes back from the dead, there's no better way to start. <laughs> Only the most conservative president of our lifetime, President yeah. Trump. I mean, right. You know, uh, with, with uh, in addition to Reagan, so uh, this is going to be great. All right, folks, I do All got right. a lot of content. Thank yeah. you. Spread the word tomorrow. Do not miss this interview. It's going to be great. Uh, let's get right to it. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino for three months free with a one-year package. Why do you need ExpressVPN? Why does it matter? Why do we use it in the Bongino household? Folks, with all of this stuff, these big data companies and all of these people and these data breaches, people stealing social security numbers, contact details, taking credit scores, all the, remember the break into Sony and all this other oh, stuff? yeah. Listen, there's a good chance, sadly, remember that one day yeah. you'll be affected by these kind of cyber attacks. They are becoming freak, more frequent and incredibly severe. It's not just Capital One. We've seen eBay, Uber, PlayStation, Yahoo, the leaked passwords, credit cards, bank numbers belonging to billions of users out there in the internet for everyone to take and steal and really ruin your life. That's why we use here ExpressVPN. You can't control how big corporations mishandle your data, but you can control how you protect yourself from it. ExpressVPN is an app for your computer and phone that encrypts and secures your data. Listen, if a breach happens, it can happen to Capital One. It can happen to you. I never go mm. online without ExpressVPN. And if you care about your privacy and safety, you shouldn't either. ExpressVPN connects with just one click. It's lightning fast, costs less than seven bucks a month. 
ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN provider by TechRadar, CNET, The Verge, and countless others. Use my special link, expressvpn.com slash Bongino right now to arm yourself with an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show and protect yourself. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino for an extra three months free. Do it today. Don't let anybody access your data. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Protect yourself. All right, Joe. Let's get to it. Daddy-o. Nice. So let's begin with one of the lowlights, not necessarily from yesterday's hearing, but we had the impeachment farce up on Capitol Hill which included interrogations um, by the Democrats of, of Bill Taylor, who, listen, I thank the man for his service to the country, but I, I don't know what he was doing up there yesterday. He didn't have any direct information or anything. Um, and George Kent, who bizarrely chose to wear a bow tie. Uh, listen, I love bow ties, but if you're trying to not portray yourself as the deepest of deep state swamp rats out for President Trump, um, your clothing choices should probably not include a, the the actual logo of the deep state, the bow tie. Probably <laughs> not a good idea. Just throwing that out there. First, Adam Schiff, this was Adam Schiff a couple of weeks ago, maybe about a month ago. Um, in one of these interviews, Adam Schiff, remember what started this whole impeachment fiasco, folks, was the fake whistleblower whistleblower who we now know is really a deep stater, right? right? With right. connections to Democrats and everything else. The fake whistleblower lodged a complaint that there was a quid pro quo, a deal with the Ukrainians. You give us some aid on Hunter Biden and we're not going to give you military aid. Of course, that deal is an act of fiction. We've never seen it. Nobody knows what it is. No one has any direct knowledge of this deal. It didn't happen. It's a myth. But Adam Schiff, a while ago, Joe, he was dead set on we need to hear from this whistleblower. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> we need to hear from him. Yeah. Check this one out. When do you expect to hear from the whistleblower? Uh, very soon. I, you know, it will depend probably more on how quickly the director of national intelligence can uh, complete the security clearance process for the whistleblower's lawyers. But we're ready to hear from the whistleblower as soon as that is done. Okay. So again, uh, this is not me debating Adam Schiff, Joe. This is going to be Schiff debating Adam Schiff. Oh, great. Just to be clear, we yeah. did not edit that thing other than for time. Yeah. We didn't insert words in there. It's not a deep fake. That is actually Adam Schiff talking to Snuffleupagus and telling Snuffleupagus that he definitely wants to hear from this whistleblower. They're in the process of clearing him. Well, well what happened? Well, we found out, of course, that the whistleblower's team was coordinating with Adam Schiff's team, uh, despite Adam Schiff's protestations. Otherwise, we don't know the whistleblower. I've never heard from the whistleblower. You're lying. Even the hack Washington Post gave you four Pinocchios. Yeah. That's how you know you really lied. When the leftist <laughs> activists of the Washington Post are calling out a Democrat, Joe, you really screwed up, okay? <laughs> He's a liar. So when that story came out and the whistleblower, fake whistleblower's connections to all sorts of Democrat activists, Democrat plots to take down Trump with Ukraine started to become public, exposed on this show, I might add, a long time ago. All of a sudden, Adam Schiff didn't want to hear from the whistleblower anymore, which culminated in this little episode yesterday with the fantastic Jim Jordan, big time hat tip to you, my friend, asking Adam Schiff, when we're going to hear from the whistleblower you wanted to hear from a few weeks ago. Check this out. Will be suspended until after the witnesses. Right, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Chairman, do you, do you anticipate when we would vote? What on purpose that? does Mr. Jordan seek recognition? Just to ask a, a clarifying question: Do you anticipate when we might vote on the ability to have the whistleblower in front of us? Something you, of the 435 members of Congress, you are the only member who knows who that individual is, and your staff is the only staff of any member of Congress who's had a chance to talk with that individual. We would like that opportunity. When might that happen in this proceeding today? First, as the gentleman knows. That's a false statement. I do not know the identity of the whistleblower, and I'm determined to make sure that identity is protected. But as I said to Mr. Conaway, you will have an opportunity after the witnesses testify to make a motion to subpoena any witness and compel a vote. And with that, I <laughs> let's be clear. Let's clear up the fog, like that Stephen King movie, The Mist. Let's get through the mist. Let's. <laughs> Big industrial strength yes. fan. So one, Schiff has now completely recanted and retracted his previous statement that he wanted to hear from the whistleblower. Why? 
<laughs> well, the why is important. The why always matters, right? Schiff, of course, does not want it exposed under oath, the whistleblower, fake whistleblower, because he'll be under oath now, Joe, right? right he right. doesn't want the fake whistleblower on the stand, under oath, answering questions like, hey, what did you tell Adam Schiff's staff and when? Oh, all of a sudden right. we need to hide the whistleblower. He is a Voldemort or whatever from Harry Potter. He shall not be named. You can't have him up there. And then he says, hysterically, I'm not going to say he destroyed his credibility shift because he doesn't have any credibility left to destroy. I'm serious. He's a noted conspiracy theorist, lying Russian hoaxer. No, serious people. Serious people. Notice I didn't say the media. Right. Talking about serious people don't take Adam Schiff seriously. Folks, listen, I still have some, very few, but some Democrat contacts. Even the Democrats I know are embarrassed by Adam Schiff. I'm telling you. It, and I'll get to that at the end, too. This is, was a total disaster for them yesterday. They do not want the fake whistleblower under oath revealing his level of contact with Democrats, activists, Ukrainians, Joe Biden, and others, because it will completely blow up this entire case. Let's go to audio video piece number two from yesterday's disaster. This is their star witness, and I'll get to that in a second too, but this one for just summed up quickly. This was their guy yesterday, Bill Taylor. Their guy, the charge des affairs in Ukraine. Basically the number two in Ukraine for the United States. Right. <laughs> Bill Taylor seemed quite upset that he was not included in any of these meetings. He has never spoken to the president. So Taylor, who we know is probably not a fan of President Trump, Taylor's their star witness, Joe, who's supposed to have hardcore evidence of this alleged quid pro quo. He's got it. Oh, yeah. He's got it. He is an eyewitness to the crime. Or is he? Huh? Here's Bill Taylor <laughs> in about two sentences or less, summing up his entire testimony yesterday. This is all you need to hear. Check this out. Mr. Goldman, what, what I can do um, here for you today is tell you what I heard from people. Wait, Paula, is there more to that? Joe, was there more to that? Did you cut that off? <laughs> Clearly after that, he gives the evidence, right? The people. Joe, why are you messing with the sots? I told Dude. you not to do that. Dude. Sound on tape. See, we're giving lingo yeah, for that. Why are you messing with the Paula? Why are you screwing with the It's not uh, funny. Well, after that, folks, he goes on to say, yeah. of course, how much he knows. He's got direct evidence. He spoke to the president. Of course, I'm messing with you. That is the whole thing. Bingo. That's the whole video audio. Yep. There's nothing else. He doesn't have anything. By the way, that is Adam Schiff's legal counsel assigned to question. That's not the Republican guy. That's Dan Goldman. You know, the whole group, small group guy. That's their lawyer, the Democrats. <laughs> asking him what he knows. And he sums it up by saying, basically, I don't know anything. All I can tell you is what I heard from people. <laughs> so we're going to impeach the president of the United States and their star witness doesn't even know anything. He heard from a dude who heard from a dude who heard from a dude who overheard another dude who heard a dude tell a dude that a dude told him something. <laughs> Excellent. Dude. You guys really nailed it yesterday. <laughs> Very well done. There is no more to that. Is it? <laughs> That's it. That's, it. That's why I'm messing with you <laughs> <No>. <laughs> here. Oh, it gets worse. So again, big hat tip to Jim Jordan, Devin Nunes, and Johnny Ratcliffe and others <laughs> yesterday who just knocked it out of the park. Here is Jim Jordan summing up this whole case to Taylor, who doesn't know about this quid pro quo. He said it in his own words. I can tell you what I heard from people. I put it in quotes. He hasn't heard anything. He just knows what other people heard. Yeah. In other words, junk hearsay. They want to impeach the president over it. So here's Jim Jordan. I was going to a jujitsu class yesterday, listening to this on my Sirius XM radio. And I was like, yes. Here's Jordan absolutely filleting Taylor and all of this nonsense. This, this is, the, this is the, if there's one monster cut from yesterday's hearing. This is it. Check this Ambassador, out. you weren't on the call, were you? The president, you didn't listen on President Trump's call and President Lissy's call? I did not. You've never talked with Chief of Staff Mulvaney? I never did. You never met the president? That's correct. You had three meetings again with Zelensky and it didn't come up. And two of those they had never heard about as far as I know. And president there was Lissy, no reason for and it. President Lissy never made an announcement. 
this, this is what I can't believe. And you're their star witness. You're their first witness. Mr. You're Jordan. the guy. You're the guy based on this, based on, I mean, I've seen, I've seen church prayer chains that are easier to understand. Brilliant! <laughs> Jeez. Dude. Just to be clear, this was their ace in the hole, Bill Taylor, the charge. Yeah. The affairs. The charge. Can we stop with the French nonsense? What do we that? The charge. Just call him something in English. In charge of the affairs or something. The charge. And I love when I used to travel overseas to embassies in my prior line of work. People love to say that because it makes them sound sophisticated. I used to charge. He's in charge of something. Speak English. Pass the charge a day affairs. Yes. <laughs> it makes you sound so ridiculous. So let's sum that up. This is their star witness, their ace in the hole, Bill Taylor. Bill Taylor has no direct evidence at all, no direct knowledge at all of the quid pro quo they're claiming happened that nobody can point to. The quid pro quo is now changed three times. I was talking about this on Laura Ingram last night where we uh, I destroyed Chris Hahn in another debate. It's getting just too easy now with Chris. The quid pro quo is now changed three times. The first alleged quid quo, pro quo, which nobody can point to, the illicit deal, right? The this for that, was Trump allegedly saying in a transcript, you give us information on Hunter Biden and his kids' illicit dealings in Burisma, or we're going to uphold security money. Nobody can find that, Joe. Yeah, who said that? Oh, and by the way, the security assistance money arrived. So you told them, give us information on Hunter Orr, which is nowhere in the transcript, but they made that up. We're not going to give you money that they gave them? So, uh, I, I mean... Uh, I don't know how this works. Joe, yeah, well, yeah. I have those photos of you, Joe. And if you don't give me money, I'm going to disclose the photos. I, I mean, and then I just give the photos to Joe and don't take any money. And say, hey, Joe, sorry about saying it. What kind of deal is that? That's a crummy There's deal. There's no deal. Yeah. That's a pretty crummy deal. Not yeah. to mention, it's not even what he said. It's not even in the transcript. So the alleged deal was for security assistance money. Trump was allegedly holding up that they eventually delivered that the Obama administration didn't. Wow. That's a real open and shut case you guys got there. Nice job. Well, well done, Democrats. As always. <laughs> so then the, the, when that quid pro quo fell apart, because nobody could locate it in the right. transcript, then it became, Joe, the deal Taylor claims he knows about, but has not heard directly from anyone. He's just heard it from a dude who heard it from, a, you know, the REO spirit uh, from a friend. Who, you know that. Yeah. So then the deal changed. No, 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 Joe. Trump demanded information on the Bidens or he wasn't going to meet this guy at the White House. In other words, I'll give you a White House meeting, Zelensky, make you look all important if you give us information on Biden. Wow, wow, that sounds <sighs> devastating. Well, what's the problem? The White House meeting for the this, the Hunter Biden stuff, never happened. Right. So... The, so, so the second this for that, they changed. First, it was the security money. They upheld that they didn't uphold that the Ukrainians have. Then it was, no, no, well, if you give us this, we'll give you a White House meeting. A White House meeting that never happened. The White House meeting never happened. This is the most incompetent quid pro quo. It's a quid pro nil. Something for nothing that I've ever <laughs> seen. This is amazing, Joe. We'll give you, we're not going to, we're going to hold up the money. Was the money held up? No. They have the money. Okay, no, no. Now they were going to do it for a White House meeting. Oh, you mean the White House meeting with Zelensky? Uh, that meeting never happened. Oh, yeah, that meeting that never happened. <laughs> so then it changed to this, Joe. Then it morphed yesterday when they realized they were getting nowhere with that. These hack Democrats yesterday they said, no, 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 Joe. The, this was, yes, we want Hunter Biden information, Biden information from yeah. Trump, but they wanted it and they wanted Zelensky. They were going to uphold the aid unless Zelensky made a public statement about investigations. Oh, the public statement okay. by Zelensky where he said he was investigating Biden? Yeah. You mean that one? Yeah, that one, because it never happened. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I'm messing with you. There was no public statement. So the this for that never, ever includes a that. There's no security assistance that's been delayed now. It's there. There was no White House meeting, and there was no public statement by Zelensky. Ladies and gentlemen, if this is a quid pro quo, it is the dumbest, most incompetent quid pro in human history. 
Now, what's amazing about this, to put the cherry on top of this little segment about Jordan accurately say, this is your star witness, fellas. Guys, ladies, this is the best you've got. Thank you for your service, Mr. Taylor. Um, I really think you should wrap this up. This is a this was an apocalyptic disaster on the uh, basically, I think, as bad as the Mueller hearings. Remember mm. Mueller? Uh, do you know who Fusion GPS is? Uh, I don't know if you. What, wait, what? You don't know Fusion? Do you even read the paper, dude? You don't know Fusion GPS is? Here's the worst part about this. Taylor's claiming he hasn't spoken to anyone with direct knowledge of it. He says he heard from someone, Morrison, who heard from an aide that overheard a phone call with Sondland. Folks, if this is confusing, it, it's meant, it, this is how dumb this is. Here's the weird thing. There is one person, oh, get ready, that Taylor heard from, that heard directly from the president about the quid pro quo. Uh -huh. You just said Taylor only heard fourthhand about this alleged quid pro quo, and nobody heard it directly from the president. Or Taylor didn't hear. But he did hear from someone who heard about the quid pro quo from the president. Let's put up this text message from a guy who actually spoke to the president and then texted, literally texted this to Bill Taylor. <laughs> Here's Bill Taylor texting Gordon Sondland, who spoke to the president. Taylor texts him. As I said on the phone, I think it's crazy to withhold security assistance for help with a political campaign. <laughs> Sondland back. Bill, I believe you are incorrect about President Trump's intentions. The president has been clear. No quid pro quos of any kind. Folks, is this serious? Again, is this serious? Like, I, uh, Do you understand the colossal waste of time America's being subjected to right now oh. with this utter, complete, unadulterated idiocy? Taylor has no idea about a quid pro quo. He's only heard about it fourthhand. The person who actually spoke to the president firsthand and texted it to him told him he was crystal clear there were no quid pro quos. The quid pro quo they're alleging about security assistance can't be a quid pro quo because they have the security assistance. The quid pro quo for the White House meeting can't happen because the White House meeting never happened. And the quid pro quo for the public statement about investigations Zelensky was supposed to make couldn't have happened because there was no public statement on investigations. Folks, shockingly, I have more for you. This got worse. There's, I have more audio. This actually got worse. Before I get to that, we got our second sponsor of the day. Our good friends at Omax Health. Ladies and gentlemen, I would be lost without Omax Health. These are one of my uh, most important sponsors for me personally, because why a lot of the stuff we sponsor, we love, we use their products. Uh, most of it, thankfully, doesn't involve physical pain or the relief from it. Well, this one does. As you know, I've complained about it a lot in the show. Um, I have really severe arthritis. Yeah. And, and listen, cryo-free CBD is the place I go. It's a pain, it's a pain relief roll-on. It's been insanely popular on my show. It looked like a deodorant stick with CBD and menthol that I use every day. But Omax has given me an exclusive on the worldwide launch of their new Cryo-Free CBD Advanced Joint Defense. This product's going to blow your mind. Cryo-Free's Advanced Joint Defense is a one-a-day supplement containing hemp-derived CBD and a clinically proven ingredient called NEM that relieves joint discomfort and soreness in seven days or less. It's been a godsend for me. This breakthrough formula can reduce aches and pains from sore muscles, joint overuse like me, aging, and arthritis for me. It's helped my arthritis. If you want to stay super active and you're looking for muscle recovery, long-term joint health, the best part is the CBD-powered supplement contains absolutely no THC, and our friends at Omax make sure it's third-party tested so you get 100% premium quality you can trust. Omax is offering my listeners a limited-time offer of 25% off their introductory pricing on Omax cryo-free supplements plus free shipping. If you're in pain, check this out. This discount also applies towards any product site-wide through the end of this month. Just go to omaxhealth.com today. That's O-M-A-X health.com and enter code Bongino25, B-O-N-G-I-N-O-2-5, Bongino25. Take advantage of this incredible savings. Ladies and gentlemen, the cryo-freeze roll-on, by the way, you roll on your joints, is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Omaxhealth.com, 
OMAXHealth.com, enter code Bongino25 to get 25% off OMAX CryoFreeze, the supplement, the pill, which is great. And the roll, get the roll on too. Don't let muscle soreness continue to be an excuse for not living an active lifestyle. Go to OMAXHealth.com, use Bongino25, feel relief faster. It's an advanced sport therapy, therapy product line was developed for you for optimal muscle and joint health. Go check it out today. You're going to love it. All right. Love Omax Health. I needed them yesterday after that jujitsu class. Thank you, Coach Steve at Jiu-Jitsu for cleaning up again my top game yesterday. Did a little neon belly, some transitions to mount. I'm just warning you, folks. You ever want to roll with me now? My top game's getting really good. Really good. I may get a mat in my house. I may put out a thing on the show. Some of the Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belts yeah. around the country. Fly all, Paulus is giving me a big no. Yes, <laughs> fly in. We could do like some sessions in the back. It'd be great. No, he cleaned up my tip. Paul is like, no, 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 no. She hates the jujitsu because it, I get beat up. But yesterday I came home, I was in pretty bad shape. All right, let's get back to the content of the show. So, yes. as if yesterday's fiasco disaster up on Capitol Hill could not get any worse, believe it or not, it does. You know the desperation was starting to show up on the Hill when Democrat Representative, uh, Representative Quigley unlaunched this stupid bomb on America yesterday. Um, this was the subject of much ridicule um, um, all the cable TV shows, you know, things are getting bad when Taylor's your star witness. He's never heard anything directly. What he has heard directly is the opposite of the Democrat narrative. So then Quigley starts to tell you that it, he doesn't need to hear it directly because he thinks this is better than actually hearing something directly. Hearsay. Hearsay can be much better evidence than direct. Oh Dude, we need. Do you have a Muttley? I mean, seriously, that is a minimal. A Muttley. Come on, that a, you need a Muttley. Thank you. Oh my gosh, hearsay is better. One when like that your witness is dead. What? Then maybe hearsay is better because the witness is dead. Boom. Like I, God forbid you had a witness to a crime who dies. Then if the witness told somebody something, yes, maybe hearsay is better because hearsay is all you got. You're not going to rustle the guy from the grave. Tell us what happened. He's <laughs> what dead. Happened? Hearsay's better because the guy's dead. Hearsay. When can you please explain to me a scenario where somebody who heard somebody say something is a better witness than the guy who actually heard what was said? Can you explain to me in common sense terms? Again, liberals tune out now. This is for the sane people. Can you explain to me in common sense terms? Why you would not want to hear from the guy who allegedly heard about this criminal act worthy of impeachment? No, no. We don't want to hear from him. We want to hear from the dude who heard from the dude who heard from the other dude. This is really what happened. Who overheard a phone call. Folks, the excellent Greg Jarrett summed it up last night on Hannity. The best I've heard. Yeah, and I'm not, I forgive me. I don't have, I, I, we have so many cuts. I didn't want to like get too right. much into the, you know, I want some commentary, be all cuts. I'm not phrasing it directly like he said it, but he said something like, hearsay's bad. Double hearsay is unverified rumor. Triple hearsay is a complete joke. Quadruple hearsay is a, is a bad comedy act, a bad ma magic act being played on America, like that horrible magician that shows up at your kid's birthday party I keep talking about. Hey, look at this. The rings connect. Dude, we can see the hole in the ring. Oh, I'm supposed to cover that. Sorry. I, this is quadruple hearsay. And this Quigley makes a total fool out of himself, suggesting ridiculously that quadruple hearsay is somehow better than actually hearing about the corruption they're alleging from the person themselves. You're an idiot. Big time. Yeah. Huge. Huge idiot. Huge. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the Stimson J. Cat I couldn't, of congressman yesterday. I couldn't Mike believe Quigley. it. I you, couldn't Joe, believe got it. to see him early. When I you listen to that, when, you like, when I saw that, I almost died. I could not believe oh it. Oh, my gosh. Hearsay is better, right? Yeah, like I said, under one circumstance, when your witness is dead, <laughs> rustle him up. Get him from the grave. <laughs> What do you know? <gasps> He's dead. <laughs> Hearsay. That's the only time it's better. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Now, at one point during yesterday's testimony, Taylor ridiculously again. I mean, seriously, this guy's had a lifetime of pretty solid service to the country. I really I, I almost feel bad. For, and I know I shouldn't. 
I get it, folks. I said the same thing about Mueller when I just saw the man collapse in front of America. I mean, it really was an embarrassing way to end a career. For Bill Taylor to be remembered, a West Point grad, for that disaster yesterday, which is just really, I, I, I mean, I almost feel, almost feel for the guy. At one point, he humiliates himself further, Taylor, by suggesting that, Joe, he's never, ever, during his time as Charge, and he was the ambassador to Ukraine at one point, he's never heard of any kind of pitch to get something done for aid. Like he, in other words, he's suggesting Donald Trump wanted information on Hunter Biden for security assistance and money. Mm -hmm. He's never heard of that before. He's uh -oh. never heard of it happening, Joe. He hasn't. Uh, no. Where have we heard of this? Let me see. Oh, gavel. Just time. a little while ago. Think. Joe, think hard. Where have we heard before? Because Taylor hasn't heard of it, Joe. Uh, Where have we heard about a request for something to be done that there's alleged corruption in exchange oh, for money? Oh, I get it. Son of a Joe, remember this doozy from Joe Biden? <laughs> yeah. Check this one out. I, I, I was not I, I, but it just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <clears throat> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had, they were walking out to the press conference and said, no, nah, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired. Uh, unsurprisingly, Joe. Bill Taylor uh, seemed to miss that one. How did yeah, that that's Joe Biden on yeah. tape at the Council of Foreign Relations, as we played many times before, demanding that the prosecutor in Ukraine, yes, investigating the company, his son is getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars in a cutesy little board seat job. He didn't even move to Ukraine, Hunter Biden. Demanding the guy investigating his kid's company get fired in exchange for money. Taylor missed all of that, buddy. All of it. Mm. This Taylor's really on top of stuff, by the way. Really sharp. You missed that one, Bill. It's amazing how Bill Taylor, he had this selective amnesia yeah. when he was being questioned by Republicans. But whenever he's being questioned by Democrats, one of the things I noticed yesterday, Joe, whenever the Democrats would question Taylor, he had unique insight into the mind of Donald Trump. Oh. Did you notice it? He did this <laughs> a lot. Like they'd say to him, <laughs> You know, uh, so this guy told you there was no quid pro quo in a text and you were told over the phone, no quid pro quo. He'd say, yeah, but, but, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I know what was going on and I can tell there was a quid pro quo and that's what I thought. So you're a mind reader now. You, you, you can read Trump's mind despite being told there's no quid pro quo. But then on the, on, when the Republicans questioned him, he's like, oh, I, I can't get in the president's head. I don't know what he was thinking. You just did, dude. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember any of these other deals before in the past for money. You, you forgot that one? You missed that? It's only been all over cable news. You even read the newspaper? Now, here's the coup de grace of this thing. Ladies and gentlemen, when I ran for office, I was told a long time ago that running for politics is all about two things. It's about sound bites and snapshots. Sadly, I wish it learned, but it is. In other words, it's about sound bites, two or three second clips that make you look good or bad. Right. Dan Bongino, tear down that wall. You know, Reagan, you get it, the sound bites. I'm not comparing myself to Reagan, but you see what I'm saying? That sound bite made Reagan, I mean, a superstar. He was already with the conservatives, but the sound bite. Frankly, folks, not many people have heard the whole speech. Yeah, true. You remember that, though. Mm -hmm. People remember, I'll give you another one so it doesn't sound too partisan. Bill Clinton, one of his best State of the Unions. The era of big government's over. Anyone remember that whole State of the Union speech? I'll be honest with you, folks. You probably don't remember anything else he talked about. Kennedy. Yeah. But people who follow politics, they remember that. Yeah. I'll give you a bad one. Hmm. If you like your plan, you can keep your plan. <laughs> oh, Soundbite. Yeah. yeah. 
sound bites. That's it. Yeah, sound catch. bites, yeah. short snippets of sound define who you are in politics. Sound bites and snapshots. Tell you a quick story. Snapshots, pictures. Pictures can be good or bad. John oh, Kerry yeah. in the in the bubble man suit. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Michael Dukakis with the tank helmet. Yep. I was doing an advance once for President Bush, and we were in a uh, we were doing a, a an interview in a restaurant, and the restaurant owner came over. I'm not going to say where, and he wanted it to do it right here. And I remember the president's staff that knew about sound bites and snapshots, and they said we're not doing it there. And the guy was confused, and I approached him later. I said, "Listen, President Trump used to have a uh, excuse me, President Bush used to have a drinking problem. He's not going to do an interview behind a bottle of you know alcohol. There was a whole bottle out, you know, mm-hmm. like a bar wall." But he didn't understand. I had to explain it to him later. Snapshot. It's a bad snapshot for him. Mm-hmm. You get it? Yeah. Why am I bringing any of this up? To bore you with my part? No. Ladies and gentlemen, this piece of sound, this soundbite, and, and the snapshot, I want you to listen to John Ratcliffe, excellent congressman from Texas, ask the, the takeaway question that nailed these guys to the wall. But more importantly, I want you to take a still picture in your mind at the end of the confused, perplexed look on the face of Taylor and George Kent, the Democrats' two star witnesses, as they have no idea how to properly answer this question. Check this out. The Ukrainian president stood in front of the world press and repeatedly, consistently, over and over again, interview after interview, said he had no knowledge of military aid being withheld, meaning no quid pro quo, no pressure, no demands, no threats, no blackmail, Nothing corrupt. And unlike the first 45 minutes that we heard from the Democrats today, that's not secondhand information. It's not hearsay. It's not what someone overheard Ambassador Sondland say. That was his direct testimony. Ambassador Taylor, do you have any evidence to assert that President Zelensky was lying to the world press when he said those things? Yes or no? Mr. Radcliffe, if I can respond. My time is short. Your time yes is or short. no? That's right. I have no reason to doubt what uh, the president said um, and in his. Okay, very good. So uh, in this impeachment hearing today where we impeach presidents for treason or bribery or other high crimes, where is the impeachable offense in that call? Are either of you here today to assert there was an impeachable offense in that call? Shout it out. Anyone? (laughs) Folks. I love this Ratcliffe guy. This guy's got the fangs we need up there. The snapshot of those two. You may not have caught it at the end. I shouldn't have said it that way because the video, it's hard. They're like this. Huh? What do you mean impeachment? We're here for impeachment. Like they're almost confused about it. Like yeah. they think they're at like a, you know, a cattle auction in Wyoming. Oh, impeachment. I thought we were bidding on that heifer over there. What are you talking about? <laughs> if this is an impeachment trial. These are the Democrats, two-star witnesses to overturn an election. He, John Ratcliffe, if you have anything impeachable, throw it out there, fellas. They're like, huh? They got that, that look on like, like Beavis and Butthead when Mr. Anderson captures him. And, you know, messing around in his trailer. Huh? That wasn't us. That was other kids. Ladies and gentlemen, sound bites and snapshots. The soundbite. Do you have anything you're willing to throw out there? Throw it out there. Impeach your president. Silence. The snapshot. Huh? Pathetic. Nice job. And by the way, hat tip to Devin Nunes. The opening statement was long. Serious hat tip to Devin Nunes as well, who just lit Adam Schiff on fire in his opening statement. It's too long to play for the show. Uh, maybe for later. Take a little note. I'll, I'll include because I want to give Nunes a shout out too. Um, there were so many good guys yesterday up there that did a great job. And I'm really proud, finally, that many of the Republican congressmen up there, yeah. finally, outside of a small group, are finally growing some fangs and starting to bite back. Good for you. Okay, I've got more. I've got more, including evidence that yesterday was a total apocalyptic disaster for the Democrats, despite the masks and the faces they're putting on today. Oh, oh, Joe, do you got your, yeah. we got them? Yeah, whenever you're Wait, ready. Before you get, okay, so Joe was kind enough. This is funny. Joe was kind <laughs> enough. Remember we told you the Democrats, this is version 6,722. We got them first. They had them on, what was it? Impeachment, mob <sighs> links, collusion, the Mueller probe, um, 
the tapes, the FEC, the Democrats always got Trump. So I said to Joe, Joe, you got to put, you have to put together a little soundbite. This is Joe in his best 1970s radio voice, <laughs> putting together a quick sounder on the Democrats. I got him now. Check this out. Time for another episode of Now We Got Him. <laughs> <laughs> Goofy. I love it. it was that's so 1970s. Uh, that's it. Joe was yeah. kind enough to record that for him. even with the ba- the baseball sound effect in the background. <laughs> we got him now, Joe. Colts we got him. you. Do not have him. That very. Thank you from the. I was very good. Uh, it was. I love that. Do we need to like do more that. of that? That was kind of funny. You blew it. I'll get to that in a second. All right, one final sponsor today, and we'll rock and roll. More that don't go anywhere. Today's show brought to you also finally by our friends at iTarget. Go get the iTarget Pro system today. Go to i letter iTargetPro.com. Use promo code Dan to save 10%. On what? You can tell us what it is. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell you, and you're going to love it. Ladies and gentlemen, are you a firearm owner? Are you thinking about purchasing a firearm? Police officer, you in the military, you a civilian, just interested in improving your marksmanship. God forbid you're ever in a life or death scenario and it's not a paper target. Folks, two things matter when it comes to owning a firearm. First is always safety, obviously. But second is you need to be proficient. They're equally important. It doesn't do you any good to own a firearm if, you know, you're not very good at using it. Folks, how do you get proficient? A couple of ways. Well, the first way is you go to a range, you find some instruction and learn how to shoot at the range. And that's great. I am not in any way downplaying the importance of the range. What's the problem? Folks, the range can get expensive. The ammo can get expensive. Some people don't live near a range. You know, it takes a couple hours. You got to clean up all your brass. It can be kind of a pain sometimes. Sometimes you just can't do it because there's just not one near you. I have the solution for you right now. Supplementing your range visits or in lieu of if you just can't get there, go to itargetpro.com and pick up their iTarget Pro system. Here's what it is iTarget will send you a laser round that goes in the firearm you have now. No manipulations necessary. You don't need any special barrels. Whatever you have now, a nine millimeter, 357, whatever you have, whatever firearm you have, you have uh, an AR, that they will send you a laser round you insert into a safely unloaded weapon. And now instead of dry firing, in other words, practicing with your safely unloaded weapon on an unload and just pulling the trigger, practicing your sight alignment, trigger control, et cetera, your grip. The problem with dry firing is you have no idea where the rounds would have gone. No idea. You have no idea where they would have landed on the target because it's dry. This laser round emits a laser. That way, when you depress the trigger on that safely unloaded weapon on that laser round, it emits a laser onto a target they send you in an easy-to-use phone app in conjunction with it. You can see exactly where your rounds would have landed on the target. It is an amazing system. The feedback I get on it is incredible, incredible. People's groups go from this to this to this to this to this in no time at all. Go pick it up today. Go to itargetpro.com. Use promo code DAN. And save 10% off. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. Go today. Use promo code Dan and save 10% off. You're going to love this product. We get great reviews. Okay. Um, all right, folks. I see some breaking news back there, by the way. I don't want to interrupt the show, but it's important. There is a report of a school shooting in Southern California. If I get anything else on the show, I got the monitor on the background. I will uh, definitely break into the story and I give you an update, but it's breaking on Fox now. Gosh, I hope that's not true. Those are always obviously awful tragedies to, uh, so I'll let you know. I'll keep my eye on the monitor. Okay, um, getting back to yesterday's disastrous fiasco up on Capitol Hill. Folks, please check out the show notes today too, by the way. Um, and please subscribe to my newsletter, bongino.com slash newsletter. We will be launching the Bongino Report, an alternative to the now left-leaning Drudge Report very, very soon, very soon, a lot sooner than you think. So get on the newsletter now, bongino.com slash newsletter. And a lot of these stories I give you in my show notes, you subscribe to my email list and that newsletter, I will have in there. This is going to be the best conservative uh, aggregator out there. Okay. Here's a story from Breitbart about the total disaster that we, yesterday's hearing was. Folks, don't let the Dems spin this or the media. This was a total meltdown. Uh, headline by Matt Boyle. Democrat Dud, first public impeachment hearing falls short as complicated, unclear allegations drive inquiry forward. Folks, before I get to some of the quotes from Democrat insiders who spoke to Matt Boyle, the author, and said, listen, this thing's a total disaster. I want to explain what that headline means. 
Folks, the whole reason the Democrats pushed forward with, as Joe did in his, in his lovely sounder, now we got him now, mm-hmm. was they thought this quid pro quo was easy to understand. Follow me. They thought they couldn't impeach the president because everybody, they thought everybody would understand a this for that. Give mm-hmm. us information on Hunter Biden, Joe, or we won't give you this military aid, Ukraine. Right. And ladies and gentlemen, and, and Joe, as the audience on Budsman, you would agree that is easy to understand, right? That's easy to understand. Mm-hmm. What's the problem, folks? It didn't happen. We just covered this. And the only people alleging it happened aren't alleging it's happened. They're alleging they heard about it happening forthhand. It's getting harder to understand. Despite the fact. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Thank you. That none of it happened. It's not clear. That's why Boyle and his Democrat insiders, his sources are telling him it was a mess. We thought we had an easy this for that deal that sounded corrupt. The problem is the this for that was never a that in any of the cases. And the only people who know about the this for that know about it from fourth-hand sources. Listen to, well, not listen. I'm going to read to you some of the quotes. Matt Boyle got. Matt Boyle, by the way, is one of the most well-sourced people at Breitbart. I know Matt. Disclosure. Quote. It was a total disaster for us. One senior House Democrat aide told Breitbart News. (laughs) Here's another one. It was too complicated, another Democrat aide said. Here's another one, Joe. This just won't make sense to regular people. A third Democrat (laughs) aide told Breitbart News. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, if you were left with the impression yesterday by the hack liberal media, that this was in any way a success. I'm telling you, you are being lied to. Listen, I have been honest with you here. Have I not? When it's time to worry, I tell you, I get a lot of negative feedback when I say it's time to worry. I do. I told you about that guy in the gym who came up to me. Ah, I'm not worried. Trump's going to win re-election. I said, no, 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 no. You better worry. I think he is going to win re-election. I think at this point, handily. But you need to worry. Remember, Hillary Clinton wasn't worried about winning either. She lost. Then I told you about the polling. People were emailing me. Why are you giving any credibility to some of this polling? Because, folks, I explained to you why I think some of the polling may be accurate. And it should give you reason to worry. Not that it's catastrophic. Reagan was down like 10 to Jimmy Carter before he smoked him in the election. Mm -hmm. But don't say, oh, the polling's irrelevant. It's not. It is relevant. When there's reason to worry, I'll tell you. I'm telling you with absolute certainty that yesterday was an apocalyptic disaster for the Democrats. Nancy Pelosi knows it. Sleazy Schiff knows it. All of the Democrats on that committee know it. And they are now desperate, desperate to change the narrative. Why am I telling you this before I move on? Because, Joe, you may be recording another. We got him now. Version 7,422 next week. Okay. Just wait for it. When this hoax collapses, remember the phone call with the Ukrainians, with the no quid pro quo, quid pro quo, fake whistleblower was Mm -hmm. what, Joe? Oh, the day after the Mueller report thing. The Mueller thing. Oh, that's right. The day after Mueller, when the Mueller thing collapsed. Yeah. Get ready. Fake news story uh, number 72 will be out next week. Trump personally invaded South Korea last year and didn't tell us he's got hostages. That'll be next. That's coming next. Get ready for it. You heard it here first. Timestamp the show. Okay. Uh, Do we do Solomon? You know what? I really want to get to this. New Year. This is unrelated to impeachment yesterday. I have a Solomon thing by the New York Times. I hope I'm get to it. If not, I'll get to it uh, tomorrow's show. Uh, before our big interview with President Donald J. Trump, which I'm very excited about. Again, thanks to the White House for agreeing to it. I, are we their first podcast? Uh, podcast only? Uh, I don't know. I, don't wanna, uh, I, I, I thought about that. Others. Yeah. Close. It's, Maybe. It, I, he may have. I don't want to. But uh, that's great. I mean, I'm really honored. Yeah. This is just such a fantastic yeah, moment too, for us. We're very happy. So yesterday, there was a story up in the Wall Street Journal, ladies and gentlemen. It was about the Democrats and their push now for a new 47% tax rate. This is an important story because I want to show you, this story really isn't about taxes per se, although the story's about, the, the, the headline of the story, excuse me, is the tax increases to come. Democrats in Congress want to raise the top individual rate to 47%. The story's more about the how the media lies to you in light of what you heard yesterday. See how I tie these things in? 
The impeachment yesterday was a fiasco. The media is trying to spin it to make it out to be some kind of positive for the Democrats, right? This is what they do. The media tells a story, not the story. That's what they specialize in. This tax debate about them is not about facts anymore. It's not. The media is itching to tell you a story about how the rich are getting over. Nobody's paying their taxes. Tax cuts don't work. They cost the government money, et cetera, et cetera. None of it's true. But before I get to that, a 47% tax rate. So with the Obamacare surtax, that's a 50% tax rate. I want to ask those of you out there subjected to this rate, which would be me um, and my family here. I want to ask a serious question. I'm not messing around with you. Is there anything in your life you work as hard to finance that you get less back from than our disastrous U.S. government. Anything. I'm not talking about Trump and the officials in there. I'm talking about the whole structure of it. Anything. So let me get this straight. I'm now, supposed, now this doesn't even include state and local taxes, property taxes, sale, none of it. Just the federal government alone. All right. You expect me to work 50% of my time. Listen, folks, I'm not whining at all. I have the greatest job in the world. I thank the Lord for it every night. So, Father, thank you for all the opportunities you put in front of me. I mean that. I love working with Joe and Paula, hopefully more in the Bongino Report. Everything we do, we enjoy it. But, folks, it's hard work. It's not backbreaking work. It's nothing in comparison to what our military, truck drivers, carpenters, electricians, what they do. It's not. But it is hard. It's, you know, I, I want to produce a quality product for you. You're asking me to work 50% of my time, six months out of every year, to give money to you to flush down a toilet bowl. What do I get for it? I'm serious. I'm not messing with you. What do I? Email me if you're a liberal and you have an answer. I'll tell you. I'll give you an honest answer. I get the finest military in the world. Okay. That costs about $700 billion a year. Maybe with uh, OCO stuff, maybe $800, $900 billion a year. A quarter of what we spend now. I get a decent court system, which I rarely, if ever, use, but we need it nonetheless. Federal court system. All right. Maybe some interstate roads. So you figure... It's about a quarter of what we're paying now. I'm willing to pay 25, you know, 27% maybe of my my money to finance those things. You figure that's about a quarter of what we spend now. Okay. And they're worth it. I do like interstate roads, although I think the states could take that over. I do like having a federal court system and I love having our military. Baddest ass military in the world. I love that. But ladies and gentlemen, you're telling me that you're providing services to my life that give value to me worth 50% of my effort? Folks, I don't think I've been in a federal court outside of being a federal agent when I was arresting people since we went through the immigration stuff. I've spent about maybe 10 hours of my life in total outside of my law enforcement experience in federal court. You're asking me to work 50% of my time to give you my money. To go spend it as you see fit, not me. Money I can't give to charity. Money I can't put in my kid's college fund. Money I can't either buy property or business with to support local business. None of it. I got to give it to you. This is the biggest ripoff in human history is the U.S. federal government. There what a scam. Yep. What a scam. Yep. Now, from the piece, again, because this is more about the media. I know I said I wasn't going to talk about taxes, but I get really mm. PO'd. Because it's such a disgrace. Could have bought my mother-in-law a house. Instead, I got to give you bureaucrats in the federal government my money to flush down the bowl. From the tax piece. Remember the media argument show, the rich are getting over. Really? Quote, in the 1950s, the the top income tax rate hit 92%. Wow, that's high. Democrats, look, we need that rate again. Which applied to earnings above roughly 2 million adjusted for inflation. Still, the wealthiest 1% of filers paid an effective tax rate of only 16.9%, according to the Tax Foundation. By 2016, the top rate was 39.6, but the richest had an effective rate of 26.9. You Folks, you get this? You get yeah. what I'm saying? The tax rate 1950, the Democrats and the media want to go back to, of 92%, the richest filers paid an effective rate of only 17%. In other words, the whole code was riddled with loopholes. Nobody paid that rate. 
The rich actually pay more now under a lesser tax rate. Lesser tax rate, more taxes. Visuals for the liberals. Lower tax rates, more taxes paid. One more time, Libs. Let's do this slow. Lower tax rates, Hmm? more tax revenue paid by the rich. (laughs) Joe was in one of those moments, Joe. Joe just got it. He was like, really? Man, I've only been the producer on this show for five years. I just got it now. Because when you lower tax rates to rates that people deem fair and appropriate, like I told you, about 25%. We want to pay for the military, courts. I, I but I that's my you you might think lesser. I think roughly it's a fair rate for me all in. People don't make efforts to avoid those tax rates then. When you confiscate their wealth, they do everything in their power, shockingly, to keep their wealth. Now, as I was researching this article yesterday, an interesting little conundrum came up. I wanted to talk about, as I used to frequently on the show, I don't much anymore, the effect of the Reagan tax cuts that were giant. They cut the tax rate from 70 to 28%. That's a big cut. Yeah. I Google Reagan tax cuts, effects of, you want to see some colossal bull. Look at what comes up on Google first. I'm going to read this to you. This is the, the top line of Google. The Reagan tax cuts. After the Economic Recovery Tax Act of 1981, revenues fell by 6% in real terms. The four tax increases from 82 to 87 added an extra $137 billion in revenue. Listen to this line. Overall, there was a clear net decrease in tax revenue during Reagan's presidency. Ugh. I Joe knows this, sir, because he's listened to this. That is the Google top line, sir. If you are an impressionable young social justice warrior, marshmallow roasting snowflake on a college campus, and you don't have the brains to do your own homework, you'll read that and think Reagan cut taxes and we lost all this money, and then he raised taxes and more money came in. There you go. Folks, That I mean, I don't know when he... That's just a total fabricated lie. Google should be embarrassed. That's a total lie. Reagan hiked the capital gains tax from 20 to 28%, a small eight percentage point bump, while cutting the income tax, the largest revenue generated government, by 70 to 28%, a massive amount. The capital gains tax hike lost money. Reagan's massive tax cut from 70 to 28%. A 40 plus percentage point cut. Google's telling you the government lost money. So I went to the Tax Policy Center. The link is in yesterday's show notes, by the way, if you'd like to look at the tables yourself, which takes the data from the government itself about tax revenue. I took a small screenshot of the Reagan years, of the tax revenue. Google and the media, I'm sure, Joe, will tell you the Reagan years. Reagan lost money despite cutting taxes. They lost all this money to the government, did they? If you'd be kind enough to put that up. Here we go from the Tax Policy Center. Again, the link is in yesterday's show notes. You can see it yourself. So in 1980, Reagan's coming. He comes into office in 1981. You know, the elections in 1980. The U.S. government raised $599 billion in tax revenue. So you see in 82, 617, 83, 600, 84, 666. Joe, 599 when he came into office. Yeah. Um, just quickly, are we going down or are we going up in tax revenue? Is this one of those up-down things? I, I, this is very up. confusing. I know you're having a tough time with it, Ooh, but I'm going to yeah. guess... Up. You'd say up. Is Am I right? I mean, yeah. just throwing that out there. hate it when you mess okay. around. Okay, good guess. Yeah. Very good. Strong performance yeah. today, Joe. You really lighten it up. Uh-huh. Yeah. 1985, <laughs> $734 billion. 1986, $769 billion. 
$909 billion in tax revenue from the 599 when Reagan came into office. Oh, oh, you may be saying if you think you're a clever liberal, you're not. (laughs) But when you adjust for inflation, surely that amount is less than when Reagan came into office. No, even adjusted for inflation, it's 19% more tax revenue than than when he got into office. Folks, I'm sorry to end the show on this today, but you're being lied to. You're being treated like a juvenile 12-year-old idiot. Google is lying to you. Just go to the government's own data and do your own homework because the media, whether it's impeachment, the collusion hoax, the Mueller hoax, the whistleblower gate hoax, taxes, Donald Trump, they are always lying to you. They were a full-blown propaganda outlet now. I'm sorry to have to tell you that. All right, I have to get to the Solomon thing tomorrow. It's an important story about a massive hit piece on John Solomon and what they're freaking out about. I'll get to that tomorrow's show. And again, tomorrow, spread the word. My interview with President Donald J. Trump. You are not going to want to miss this. We are looking forward to it. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.